Well, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you today. Um, I have Hans from the band Dragged Under. Welcome, Hans. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Barnaby. Absolutely my pleasure. Like I said before, um, it's great to have you on. Um, you guys, just to sort of get this bit out of the way, you got a new album coming out uh <laughs> called uh upright animals it is out in june uh june 10th uh, yep. Come on. um i've i've actually been quite uh lucky to have a uh, a copy of well a link to the stream of the album as i've heard it it's very oh, good really okay yeah they've 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 been nice to me because uh, <laughs> i had the singles uh you guys released all of us and uh crooked halos correct yep yeah. crooked halos absolute absolute damn chain um love that and so, <laughs> um but yeah no the album the album itself um i don't know how many other I'm, I'm assuming other people in the press may have heard this i don't think probably i'm the only one um but it is it is a damn good album thank you for saying that thanks a lot it's a there's a big leap from the first one um i thought we might get some flack for putting stuff like crooked halos in there just because it's a little on the i want to say softer side but um less aggressive but very it's very passionate and very deep yeah. so we're like that's a kind of a, a a gamble we wanted to take and that we felt good about no that's good it's good it's always good to change things up occasionally you know um, in the world of music anyway um otherwise you just end up doing paint by numbers and <laughs> and tell me about it so many bands do that and they get away with it for a while but then you they know do time catches up with them and they're they're writing the same album over and over again this is very true uh, i could name a few right now but i won't um, yes. <laughs> i don't want to lose any friends right now <laughs> yes yeah um so and you've also got um uh spencer chamberlain on the album as well yeah that was a a, a cool one for us we all idolized him and we still do but since we were kids so getting him on brainwash was really was really cool and he adds a nice little flavor to it yeah nice nice to know he's still got it oh no totally totally a big fan of his and um yeah it was just quite i just saw that listing on the album is it the same one it's gotta be Uh, (laughs) same guy no that's awesome and uh also uh what's the other track we like uh see you alive oh right on thank you Uh, that was another one of the softer ones but it was um yeah it was really I, i really enjoyed that track uh and um words for hire as well you're okay cool you're a cool guy right on <laughs> these are all the songs i was like specifically tony and i were worried about um as far as recep- reception if you would would like them because yeah. they're cool. i mean words for hire is one of the, is you know a little like pop punkier and faster and cool but it's a little different than our normal um and obviously see you alive is a lot a lot different than our our normal mo so mm. I, I appreciate that man thank you no it's your songs it was all good it was because <laughs> i'm gonna be perfectly honest the first time i've heard you guys i went back and listened to the first album so i could see where you're sort of coming from but this was the sort of like these singles and stuff that i got sent for the first time i really heard dragged under mm-hmm. um so but my impression was it was obviously very good of that because otherwise we wouldn't be here chatting really um <laughs> I'm, i am very selective like that um but yeah no it is quite like a like you've you, you sort of taken it um like on the on the sort of like softer side, like you've got that pop punk elements of some of them. Um mm-hmm. sort of, but you still sort of have that um I suppose like sort of punky hardcore sound as well with a lot of it. Yeah, uh, Tony Tony grew up in the hardcore scene, so there's definitely that injection of influence there from him. So we 
it's a it's a big mess of all sorts of it, uh, eclectic uh aggregation of different sounds that we yeah. somehow get into not dog shit so <laughs> well i know i know i mean where you're at right now seattle had uh quite a big punk scene um back back when uh, yeah hardcore. for sure so um i'm assuming that was sort of that plays into your like overall influence and things like that yeah it's uh i mean we all we all we all grew up with punk i mean fluff has been playing punk music for freaking 30 years now um but we all kind of grew up with that um punk influence from like 741 like really popped off when we were all kids and that's still a staple of a lot of the stuff we listen to because they're still tried and true they're still smashing festivals and they're still great um green day loved green day and i know they kind of like you could say they sold out but like who wouldn't that's a great thing to do if you can do it um like a living out of it why not yeah man (laughs) Uh, punk scene definitely made an impression on all of us as younger kids and still does today and i think that kind of um congealed into our, our songwriting as it were yeah yeah no i was i just thought of like um knowing knowing that area i don't know it very well like i said but i know a, a heavy punk scene came out of that that area i was i was very much into my um east coast hardcore uh when i was okay kid. yeah so it's yeah. earth crisis chromags oh shit uh yeah <laughs> vision of disorder um uh, just bands of that ilk that that sort of like you know nyc new jersey um sound other side, other side of the country was like pop it up was you know Soundgarden and uh mud honey and freaking pearl jam and all that kind of stuff it's so crazy how like a few states can separate such a create such a different sound yeah you know and and it be known as that sound as well which is even crazier so yeah the east coast hardcore the west coast grunge yeah, yeah. Little clicks. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was oh, it was all good back then. I remember I was I'm I'm that old. Um but um, <laughs> um but yeah I mean I mean, back to your guys' album. I mean uh, obviously good luck with it and everything like that. I, I'm you know it's still a little bit away. I mean June 10th, where are we now? We're May 20th. So you've got like two weeks, two and a half weeks yep. till it's released. Um but then you guys are actually you're actually gonna come to our shores, our little island. Uh, on the edge of Europe, if you will. Uh, you're going to be playing a couple of shows, I believe. Um, I know you're on uh, Download Festival. Yep, we're going to be uh, Download. And I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to look up because I have a horrible memory. Yep. We're doing a couple smaller um, smaller spots. And then we're doing, let's see. Yeah, Download, uh, Camden. We'll be at Brixton. Um that's it for the big ones in, in yeah. the UK. I've never been, man. So I don't okay. know what to... Do I expect some like Cockney stuff going on? Um, um, so you say you was playing in Brixton? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just trying to think because I'm not in London. So <laughs> I'm just trying I guess I should have asked that. Sorry. Yeah, no, I I am near London. Don't get me wrong. I'm south of London by about twenty miles, okay. um, so I'm kind of in between London and the south coast of. Okay. So, um, not too far away, but London, uh, Brixton. Uh, I don't think you'll get Cockney. <laughs> uh, you'll probably get a solid London accent. Um, I don't know how best way of describing it because Cockney's the only one that really people would reference. Um, 
Here's East a, London, West London, they sound different. Here's a here's a better question. Any do's or don'ts in regards to uh, etiquette when we're in the UK? Uh, ooh. <laughs> um, no, just be yourself. Don't don't. Right yeah. on. I mean, having lived both sides of the pond, it's kind of like I got mocked more in the states than I did here. Really? Well, I, fun fun mocking. Don't get me wrong, but it was all 1776 references and things like that. And throwing, throwing tea into the into the harbor. Um, <laughs> That's the best they had. Jeez, yes. that was the best they had, and I often reminded them of that. Um, you know to me though every time i've encountered somebody with an english like a true like queen's english accent i've always like i feel like you're really i feel like they're smart it just sounds sophisticated and smart so i kind of like cower to him like you sound really intelligent jesus <laughs> it's all a ruse it's all a ruse <laughs> we can sound it but a lot of us are not um so it's um i'm getting big ricky gervais vibes love it yes yeah yeah, that's uh, that'll be a good reference. He, like he'll have the cultural thing down. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll be playing playing in London. Brixton Academy's a, a, a nice venue. I've been there many times in the past to see many bands. Um, so hopefully the stage will be kind to you there. And obviously Download Festival, which is one of our biggest rock festivals, uh, rock and metal festivals, uh, one of the two big ones that we have over here. Um, the rest are in Europe, uh, which are even bigger, which is crazy. So if you're ever hitting out to those, uh, yeah. they can be crazy. But download this year looks good. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, oh, it was Kiss headlining, isn't it? Kiss, Deftones. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, giant, giant names. that um, I'm Obviously, they're, they're going to be playing later in the day. So hopefully you can go catch them. Um, but yeah, really hyped to see them. Um, Iron Maiden is going to be at, oh, frick, which one are they going to be at? Full Force or is it Download? It's down. I think they're Download as well. Let me have a. Oh, man. I'm going to bring up the lineup because I should have had this in front of me. So Those guys are going to be like 90 right now, man. Oh, they are. But they're still going. They got Dude, more energy than you and I. Uh, <laughs> ACDC, when I was like maybe 15 years ago, I was 20 and I saw them in um, Inglewood, California. So okay. They and they were like fucking seventy back then. They absolutely murdered for three hours. They crushed it. Absolutely mad. Oh, it was just straight through, no stops, and they crushed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm stoked to see if uh, Iron Maiden can can uh, you know do the same thing in there. Yeah, well, I, they are, I've seen them live a few times, and they're very energetic. Over really, the uh, they're running. They've got ramps either side of the stage. Bruce is running back and forth, um, and yeah. So I'm I'm hoping <laughs> he's still got that. Otherwise, the uh, a disappointing watch, but I just got the load up here. We've got Kiss, Iron Maiden, and Biffy Clyro are the headliners. Let's go. Um, you got Deftones, you got Corn, Megadeth, still Panther, uh, and oh, there's a whole bunch of other bands in tiny writing, and I can't read it off my phone. Um, <laughs> but those are the main bands. Um, I mean, you got Pretty Reckless as well, Raise Against, Black Label Society. Uh, theory, which I'm assuming was Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah. They changed their name or adapted their name. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you, obviously yourselves are playing as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a hell of a festival. I mean, 
the, the sort of surprise headliner was Biffy Clyro because um, they're, I mean, they're more of a domestic success, right. if you will. Uh, band out of Scotland. I've seen them in a tiny venue back when they were starting. And no, they're really good. Very good rock band. Kind of, uh, they give it sort of shades of Nirvana and mm. it's kind of mixed up on that. Um, I would say if you wanted to sort of comparison, I'd probably get shot down for that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, but no, it's a lot. I mean, obviously you're, you're joining that that lineup in there, and it's uh, it's massive this year. I mean, for so the past couple of years, we've not really had it. So yeah, we're grateful it's back, and we're grateful to grateful is such an understatement to be a part of it. It's mm. going to be a very humbling experience to be walking around those massive. Uh, musical entities for for a day so i'm sure we'll, i'll throw up at least three times before we play for sure yeah I, I, get it all out yeah get it all out <laughs> leave it all on the stage or maybe not on the stage but maybe <laughs> on the side of the stage um so just to, if, if it's your first time over here in england um if i could just just for the listener base could we get like a just a bit of the sort of origin story of dragged under like where sure. it came from formed and whatnot um it was originally a band are you familiar with who uh jared dines is jared dines is a, a hell of a youtuber he made his um he made his start in his his waves doing um kind of really rad parody videos of like if, okay uh di- 15 different kinds of drummers yeah things drummers do 15 things guitar players do all this kind of shit yeah um so he started a band with uh our singer tony and our guitar player fluff called uh rest repose and that was a number of years ago and they did some tours and whatnot and um eventually one thing led to another as life kind of happens and some outgrew others and i think uh jared wanted to do some different things i think he wanted to keep doing the youtube thing and i think tony and uh, fluff wanted to continue so they rebranded um rewrote it they wanted to rewrite an entire new catalog um and wrote a couple demos uh showed them to our manager joey who is in the used he showed okay. them to bert their singer and he was like these are cool that name sucks so they he's like change the name and so yeah. i I'm, I'm not sure who dragged under came from um, I did know at one point, I think it came from this kid named Austin Dickey. Um, I think it was a name of a song he had at one point. So they adopted that. And then Joey and Bert kind of greenlit that. They're like, that's cool. That's a cool, like, punk, Seattle punk kind of name that kind of goes with the punk, a little bit of hardcore stuff. Yeah. Um, and they started to build the band back from that. So it was Tony and Fluff. And then they uh, were shopping around for drummers and eventually found our sweet little KK, Kaylin, he's the youngest in the group. Um, absolute freaking fucking monster on the drums. He's completely self-taught and he's out of his mind. Amazing. Um, he, he doesn't know anything what he's doing. And I mean that in the most like, people who are self-taught and who are a virtuoso, to me are infinitely more impressive than somebody who goes to school for music. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's incredible. He can listen to anything for about five minutes and then just replicate it. And it's incredible. So we're, we're really blessed to have him uh they found him and then uh i was in a touring with a band called he is we about 2015 or 16 they're a, a, a pop band and uh that's a long story but anyway 
<laughs> fishing is crazy. Um, <laughs> I decided to stop touring with them for reasons I don't want to disclose right now. Yeah. Uh, just became a little difficult. And so I was talking with Tony at the time. Um, Rest Repose was on tour. Um, this is probably circa 2016. And their singer, uh, they were parting ways, ways with him on tour. I just think he wasn't taking care of his voice. And so Tony reached out to me because we were kind of in a, a similar circle of uh, musical friends. And he asked me, hey, do you want to hop on a flight tomorrow? We need a singer. And I said, you know, you got it. And he said, actually, stand by. We might have uh, something we can do for now. And he took over for vocals on their Rest Repose tour. Okay. Is this making sense so far? Yes. Okay, so he took over absolutely fucking crushed it and so he's like he messaged me the next day he's like hey i'm just gonna sing for this band i was like fuck all right i didn't know you could sing and so i pop on instagram and i was like watching people's stories and he did a great job like he just stepped up and freaking knocked it in the freaking line drive um so let another year lapse rest repose breaks up tony stays as a singer they start accruing members kaylin our drummer enters and then he reaches back out to me he's like hey what are you doing for the rest of your life and i was like what's up <laughs> he reset to me on a monday he's like we have a, a headliner show at the hard rock in seattle on a friday and he's like can you learn any songs and i like it's like all right this is it let's go so i canceled all my students i teach um music privately at home um online uh so i canceled all my students sat in my room for like three days straight learned them all and then drove over um and we played a show Friday and they were like, do you want to be in the band? <laughs> and I said, sounds great. And that was, uh, geez, that was 2019, I think, when that all kind of came to fruition. So sorry for the, the roundabout long oh, answer. No. It's, kind of, it's interesting. It's a very interesting aggregate of uh, odd, thi odd things happening, but it all came around full circle. Yeah. Um, we've been blessed with having uh dave shapiro um helping us out getting these tours and joey our manager at moniker management just crushing for us and fans man like anybody who asks for an autograph or comes out to a show or who knows any word it's just you know the the 16 year old in you is just like the fucking dead from happiness it's just yeah. a real it's a real blessing man so we're yeah. we're really lucky guys there's a lot of great bands out there man that have seen that no one will ever know their fucking name no, so true. we're so we're very fortunate yeah yeah no that's awesome no i love i love that with like when those sort of things sort of when it just comes together like a lot of times you could be oh, i was just recruited like i went through an audition and here we are um but no this was like the, the whole thing around that like in this other other bands involved and you know there's 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 a story there as well that Obviously, you don't want to divulge right now <laughs> on that front. Um, but you know, it's just like, it, you know, that's that's great. I love that. I love I, I love listening to how bands form. Like back in the day, I was in, I was in a band as well, and and how that came. To my right. So I've been on that side of thing. I've been touring. I've been releasing albums and all that kind of stuff. So it's um, with this thing, you have to be in some kind of badass hardcore. Oh band. yeah, t yeah. T <laughs> it was actually a new metal band. Um, oh yeah i'm that old um it was part of there was like a, a uk wave of new metal bands uh at the time uh sort of very oh, cool. year 2000 kind of thing late 90s early 2000 and uh i'm i'm a dj by 
I guess trade. I guess not yeah. not full trade. I do other things as day jobs, but um, this band needed a scratch DJ, you know, because yeah. that was the thing at the time. And um, yeah, that's what I was. And as you can see behind me, just here, my turntable. Oh, do you so, still scratch? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do all that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I kept that up. I've been a DJ since I was eleven, so it's it's one of the things that's very heavily ingrained in me. Um, I love it. But yeah, no, I joined that new metal rank, and that's been my like, because that was my era, like that sort mm-hmm. of mid nineties Deftones, Corn, um, Limp Biscuit, you know, the big sort of the big American bands that, that were around at that point. And then uh, to be part of a UK version of that was yeah. amazing. So, uh, oh yeah, you're you're DJing for him too. Uh, for, I would, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> um, no, I mean, just scratching for the band. Um, and then uh, I DJ clubs as well. Um, yeah. Like, There's a whole bunch of rock clubs over here uh, and stuff like that. So you can go to these nightclubs and... Can you send me any music of your your old band? Yeah. Yeah, I'll send, <laughs> you, I'll send you something. Fired up. Yeah. Uh, what, um, what streaming service do you use? All of them, dude. I Okay, so here's... Fluff and I always talk about how and i'm not sure like the why it is this way it's something about the okay apple music sounds way better than spotify but i use spotify because their playlist algorithm is way mo better but i so i'll like create a playlist on sounds weird i'll create a playlist on spotify and then like recreate it on apple music to listen to okay all right i'll send you apple music links (laughs) my man thanks Uh, very cool so I mean, you surround yourself with musical jobs. I think there's nothing cooler than that to me. No, that's I, that's what I tried to do once I was sort of out of the like touring and releasing part of it. I was like, I have to remain within it. So I took up the sort of journalistic side with things like this, but I also like DJ as well, obviously in clubs, but also at home with these things behind me. Um, <laughs> You're a total um, new metal Ricky Gervais. Oh, totally. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. That's going. Dude, that's going, that's my status as of right now. Um, <laughs> um. Oh man, what's that series on Netflix? It's so good. Um, Afterlife or something like that. Oh yes, yeah. So good, man. It's fucking dark, but like he's so. It's it's just him. It's perfect. Yeah. Like his wife died, and he's like yeah. in his fucking job. He hates, and he, you know, as, as the series goes, he kind of flips it and turns into a good guy. You know, he's like turns starts to love life, but he's just like he's uh, he's all time man. Yeah, whatever he's, he does, he's very good. I think they just put a new um new stand up special from his as well on Netflix. Yeah, it's absolute fire. It's incredible. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Uh, I just will enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I will. Um, well, I've got I got a couple of questions left for you, if that's all right, because I, I wasn't sure how long I actually had you for. But um, um, yeah, just a couple of questions left, um, and then I can let you get on with the rest of your day because I know it's nice. And... Have you got a lot of these to do today, or uh, this is my last one? Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, I won't keep you too much longer. You can get on with the rest of your day after this. <laughs> so, what I want to find out from you, because um, these questions are more about yourself, um, in as much as like obviously you know you banned but um but what i want to find out are your three most pivotal albums of yours so um i'm talking about the album that made you want to pick up an instrument like you heard something i want to play bass i want to 
guitar, I want to sing, whatever. Um, you know, that that sort of like pinnacle moment, not your sort of top three albums of all time, but those ones that may not be your favorite albums, but the ones that kind of like pushed you in those directions. Oh man, that's a really good question. Okay, I got two. I had to write them down on my visual guy. The first okay. one was uh first one was ray brown who's an old bass player from like the 60s and 70s he's a jazz bassist my dad got me this uh cd when i was like 11 or 12 because i just started playing bass in the symphony i thought it was really cool that you could take like a horsehair bow and put it on this steel string and make a cool noise i played in symphony from the time i was like oh geez like 10 and i played in the symphony in college um but that's not what you asked so the first so the first cd (laughs) inspired me to like want to play the bass i thought it was really cool to have this really deep undertone that kind of like drives the song and i thought it was interesting that the bass is in the percussion um section or the rhythm section with uh with the, the drums and whatnot so i was like oh shit this is there's more to it than you know just a string instrument because it's very um has a, a big rhythm to it so that the first one is ray brown ray brown trio actually yeah. um and then I got introduced to uh, punk music when I was like, oh, like 12. One of my buddies brought uh, Blink-182, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. No, Enema of the State. Okay. That, that blew them wide open. Brought it to school in like sixth grade, and I spun it in my CD player. I was like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. And so I heard Mark Hoppus's like really gritty, cool, like P-bass tone. I was like, I got to get a fucking electric bass. I have to. Um <laughs> So my dad bought me this P bass that was for jazz. And so secretly I would sit in my room. Um, and he was like kind of against punk music at the time. He wanted me to learn, like stay more of the jazz blues route. So yeah. like that work, I would rush home from school and I'd plug it in. I would like turn all the gain up on my amp and I would play along this stuff. And I was just so, uh, I guess, fascinated that you can make such a different sound or different tone with the bass if you just turn it this way and add a pick. Um, and then uh, I guess the album after that, that kind of inspired me um, back in the day, still is one of my favorite ones, is um, Sum 41, uh, their debut album. Oh, crap. What's that called? Oh, Killer and, No Filler. Yeah, man. Wrecker. From fucking start to finish. Every song in there is just a, a, a heavy hitter. And we still like mo- try to model um, s- song forms from, from that album. They're just so cool, and that was like what two th- uh fuck that was like two thousand man, or something. That's that's yeah. uh, that record more than twenty years old. Yeah. So playing along with those ones, um, and playing along with All Killer No Filler. I can't remember their bass player's name, but like he uh, he definitely kind of adopted more like the like he he walked the bass a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know what you saying in a punk band when a bass player kind of walks it a little bit. I was like, yeah. oh shit, this is kind of like. Ray Brown and jazz kind of stuff. So I kind of put those two together and was like, all right, I think I fi- finally found what I what I really like. Nice. Um, so I guess those would have to be it for me. The, uh, yeah, Ray- no, that, that's amazing. I mean, Sum 41 and Blink-182, I mean, both those are classic albums. Yeah. Um, as, as odd as that sounds to me, as it says, because like they, like, I, I, last I think it was last year, year before, Sum Forty One were on a Dad Rocks album, which is like a Father's Day compilation album that gets released. Yeah, yeah. So that and Avril Lavigne got added to it. So I'm like, these are now dubbed as classic album. But um, no, that album at the time when they had um, uh, Pain for Pleasure, 
and fat lip and uh into deep and all that kind of stuff those that was like one after the other after the other i mean amazing videos oh like, yeah the one where they mimic um the rodney dangerfield movie um yeah. was uh, there? it was into deep it was the diving competition oh yeah and it was uh the the video was uh a Rodney Danger film movie. I just remember it anyway. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the uh, like, yeah, just, I mean, that album's back to back killers. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's just a smasher. And then follow ups to that were great. Yeah. Does this, does this Look Infected was great. I mean, yes. yeah. That's got real rappers on it, too. Um, so, yeah, those were kind of my, I guess, my, my idol icons growing up is kind of steered the course of my musical taste. Nice. Um, I'm gonna to have to check out the Ray Brown trio though. That intrigues me because I am, I'm a bass player as well. So what? You waited till now to tell me that's great. I, I did, but I, you know, I haven't picked up my bass for a little while. But that was my instrument of choice. Um, in fact, they're in my cases just over there. I can't get them, but they're over there. Fan um, of the band. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that was something I picked up when I was younger because uh, I needed an instrument to get into college, and I chose bass, and I've stayed with that. And, because I love the college. Uh, yeah, it was a music course at college, and it needed a. I needed to know an instrument because they, yeah. you know, oh. they didn't have an instrument. And Did... I, thought, I was going through. I could play guitar. I was like, eh, you know, because my dad used to play guitar, so it was just like I could do that. Well, let's go for bass because I love. I've loved dance music, electronic dance music, and that's that's bass through and through. So it's kind of like you know, hitting the low end tones on that and. You know, with some nice fast beats and stuff like that, so it's all good. <laughs> um, a couple of bass players out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna have to check out that Ray Brown trio because that that does sound intriguing. Because I do like a bit of jazz, so and you know, he carries a lot of solos on it too, which can be sounds difficult to do as a an upright bass player, but he does it. He's so clean. It was fucking back in the day before like you're like cutting and splicing and everything. They just do everything in like one yeah. take. It's just. Yeah. It's magic, man. It's really cool. It's the way music should be. Um, <laughs> putting on my old man hat. Um, but yeah, no, um, my final question for you, uh, Hans. Um, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not uh, playing with the band, not writing music, um, I'm going to say not teaching as well. Um, <laughs> what do you kind of do to get away from it? Or, you know, that's sort of your separate thing from that? I really enjoy... Um being outside so i live on a lake with my fiance so we uh we love being on the lake um doing stand-up paddle boards or like kayaking i yeah. love ex- exercising is really good for my physical and mental health um i love to exercise um i love to write um i love to journal a lot i love to i love to read god i sound like a fucking old dude um <laughs> Just started getting nicer out again so i've been skateboarding since i was a little kid so skating oh, nice. is but it's definitely redefined for me i can't do anything that's like deemed crazy anymore because a i my body doesn't heal like it used to so i kind of just like you know dip around the park or like take a take a spin um love to skate love to ride my bike god i sound boring jesus <laughs> <laughs> love to play with my right. love to play with my dog um yeah just old guy stuff we live in this community that's um circles a lake yeah. so we uh, work in my yard um i love to meditate i love out of my back deck and just kind of like watch the we have a shitload of ducks that come in and they kind of just like 
skid onto the water and it makes this really weird like kind of sound <laughs> all right i sound like a crazy dude for sure no, but... no honestly honestly this this totally like it, i i it's very it's like we're parallel it's um i i lived on on a small lake in florida okay i'd say it's more of a pond than a lake but that on the back um and then just sitting on my back um porch area with the um next to my pool um which i don't have anymore but um like looking out onto that lake and there was like you know always like a family of ducks and stuff like that i was just like i remember all this i've got pictures of them in my phone and yeah. you know just stuff like, and it was just sitting there and just sort of losing yourself or meditating you know just like having that clear moment that this is you there right now nothing kind of like no commercial traffic if you will oh yeah man the quiet is my freaking best friend yeah. uh we like to hike a lot too hikes are super fun I'll take our dog out and just kind of like go we kind of live in the foothills by the lake so we'll just kind of dip up into the mountains for like an hour or two and come back down okay so yeah you know nature is one of my favorite hobbies yeah more since it's getting nicer out but sadly we're going to be gone all summer so my current hobby will be not sleeping much and hanging out with a bunch of dudes farting in a fucking bus for six months so well good luck (laughs) (laughs) it's very different um well hopefully i mean when you when you hit these shores there's there's a lot of scenic areas for you to go um so whenever you've got downtime like especially when you're up at in donnington um with down everything because obviously london is it's it's a city so you know in a city there's different parts go around wherever you need to go um but if you're hitting the outer parts i mean castle donnington where you're playing uh obviously it says it says there's a castle there um <laughs> but it's um, you'll see a few of those in england um it's like the home of the castle it's the home of history i think is the... that's one of my favorite we only have a couple minutes left but like one of my favorite Sorry. pastimes and hobbies is um researching ancient ancient egypt Oh, the wow. civilization that predated Egypt called Kemet. So if you want to get lost in some cool magical shit, um, essentially enlightened societies from the golden age about 10,000, 12,000 years ago, um, the, the, the civilization of Kemet, K-E-M-E-T, very enigmatic, magical, self-realized people, just the coolest shit, and I can't believe they existed. It's really yeah. cool. I'm gonna have to out. Also UFOs, for sure. Yep. Cool. Oh, yeah. Excellent. I'm sure everybody thinks I'm a, a weirdo, but that's just how it be. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, there's got to be something out there. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's you'd be ignorant. Well, I could think there wasn't anything out there. So, some weird stuff I've seen if we had more time for sure. But. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe another podcast for that one. Hit me up. Awesome. Well, um, Hans. Thank you very much, man. Because uh, I see our timer is going down. Um, yeah, thank you very much. I really appreciate. It. Good luck with the album. Good luck You're with welcome. the tour. Um, and and download and everything. I'm, I I'll try and see if I can get to the Brixton show. Um, yeah, please. I'll have to I have to sort of see um, when that is because I haven't got it in front of me. Um, <laughs> just make sure I can get there and back in one piece. Um, but yeah, no, thank you very much again. I appreciate your time. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to send you in the chat log on here. I'm going to send you a link to some Apple Music stuff. Please. Oh, perfect. Thank you, man. I'm going to bump so that, that. That I've just sent you 
is my band's first album, which turns 20 next year. <laughs> nice anniversary on that. But we've got two other albums on there as well. But that was our first one. And it's sort of more along that new metal edge of things. I'll, I'll spin it, man. Thank you, Bernie. No worries at all. Absolutely my pleasure. Um, like I say, have a good one, man. And um, yeah, we'll see you. Hopefully see you soon. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, brother. No worries. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Later, man.